podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Jenks Hammer Podcast. Today, Hammer and I have a very special episode for you guys, breaking down the Thanksgiving games, as well as the Black Friday game, first time happening this year. Uh, and we also have a special guest on breaking down a few topics from this this week in the NFL. Uh, the, the Broncos going to a hot streak. We got Matt Canada finally getting fired, as well as a key drop this late in the season. So let's do it. Welcome to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And here we go, here we go! Joining us now, we have a special guest, good friend of the show, teammate, coach, diehard Denver Broncos fan, Ty McGee. Welcome in, Ty. What's up, buddy? How's it How's going? It going, going I mean, good. Big, big win. Going good now. Yeah, yes, you're sir. on cloud cloud nine over here. He's got his Broncos uniform on or jersey on. For those who can't see, who are listening and not watching, but uh, your Broncos, man. How are you feeling? You think uh, coming on a four game win streak kind of got things rolling a little bit against two contenders too. A few of those wins. So uh, general thoughts. Just go ahead. I'll, I'll let you, I'll open the floor up to you. Just give us and our audience a little glimpse. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing, right, is big wins against, uh, you know, teams that are going to be Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think, you know, the Chiefs and then the Bills, you know, they had that rough stra- uh, stretch there, but I think, you know, they're still Super Bowl contender. Vikings, solid team, even with all the injuries. Um, and the biggest story of all of it, right, is the the defensive turnaround from, you know, week three, letting up 70 points to forcing five, four, and three turnovers the past three weeks. So, you know, I think it's just keep on rolling into this week. We get Cleveland on Sunday um, with, you know, their their backup quarterback. Obviously a very good defense, but the way that we're playing on defense, forcing a lot of turnovers and an offense that's, you know, basically the complete opposite, not turning the ball over at all. Russ is just taking care of the ball, doing what he has to do. I mean, and arguably playing like a top 10 quarterback with some of these statistics he's got going right now. So I don't know. I don't know about that one. It's going a little far, but why? I don't think so. He's playing playing good. Hey, I mean, third in touchdowns. uh, I think he's seventh in completion percentage, high in the QBR, and he's not turning the ball over. I mean, if you just look at the touchdown to interception ratio, and hey, Vikings defense, that's a very, very good defense. Brian Flores coached that team up well, and he went out and threw for 250. I mean, you know. And I I think a good, a big piece of it, I still don't know if I could say that I would take like him over 10 other guys. I got to look at it. I'm not going to like name it off the top of my head, but I will say he's doing it without like a, he's got Corlin Sutton, but like he doesn't have like a guy that is like top five or like a top eight receiver in the league. Like Corlin Sutton's still good, pretty good, solid receiver one for you guys, but it's not like he doesn't have a superstar that he's throwing to. So it's impressive. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't say we have a top 10 guy in the league, uh, maybe 15's a stretch, but mm-hmm. the way the court's playing, I mean, a touchdown in the last five games. I mean, if you saw that catch on, on Sunday night, that was a hell of a catch. A great throw by Russ, but I mean, court going up and getting that ball with a guy on his back. I mean, that is just, he's playing well and, and Judy, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, he's a good route runner, but I think it's just an overall team effort, right? That's what Russ has always been. I mean, he's had some of his guys, you know, Dick Baldwin, DK Metcalf, but there's always been some of those, you know, no-name guys that have made plays. Jermaine Curse, you know, he's always loved his backs. Ricardo Lockett, so you know, he just does does what he does with whatever he's got. 
Yeah, I'm a big Sutton fan. I have him in fantasy. Mr. Consistent, you know he's going to get you at least 13 points a week. That touchdown against Buffalo, though, that was special. But, um, yeah, we look at the Broncos, 5-5. Five and five. You guys are sitting, I think, 10th seed in the AFC, right? A couple games out, second in the West. So you got Cleveland, you got the Houston Texans, you got the Chargers, you got the Lions, you got the Broncos, you got the Patriots, you got the Chargers, Why? and then you get the Raiders. So, like, with the remaining schedule, you're at 500. Like, how do you feel? I kind of like that schedule for you guys. I feel I really good. I, I think, think the good. two, yeah, the two tough ones are going to be Houston and uh, Detroit. And the yeah. really the only one we can't lose is Detroit because we need all those conference wins. We need to rack all these up, especially against Cleveland and Houston the next two weeks. That's going to be, you know, if we get one or two wins, you'll really see where this Denver Broncos team is going to go because the rest of the schedule, I won't say it's a cakewalk, a couple division games, but I mean I the think, Patriots. Yeah, Patriots. Team, so. Patriots win. Raiders win. You guys probably split with Cleveland, Houston. I think you guys probably split with Chargers too, or no? What do you think? Maybe. I mean, that's a, weird, a very just a poorly team. coached team, right? And yeah, last year, terrible. I just look back to last year, right? We we beat them at the end of the season. We lost to them in overtime, and we were a far worse team, and they're pretty much the same team. And they're missing uh, Joey Bosa, so, you know, they're not the healthiest team. They're kind of banged up. I mean, mm-hmm. I was talking today, maybe we win that first game and lose the second one if they fire Staley, but... Even then, I just don't think, you know, I think Herbert's really good, but I don't, that defense is bad. I mean, it's really bad. And I think, you know, Russell kind of do his thing. And we've seen him be able to do his thing, right? Against Washington, against Chicago, he's played at a very high level. And so he still kind of got it. And I, I, I think, you know, my prediction is probably we go 10 and 7. Um, 10 and 7. Maybe, yeah, maybe lose to Houston. Yeah, either, either Houston or Houston, LA. Detroit. And and Detroit, yeah, I think we probably lose Detroit. But Detroit, I mean, again, they're kind of a team that you know they they barely beat KC, hey, we beat yep. KC, they barely beat Chicago, we beat Chicago. So all these games are winnable games. Yeah, I'm not going to say Detroit's. I mean, you know, Detroit's eight and two, playing good football, this and that. I think you know the past couple of games they've kind of been, eh, you know, a little shaky. You know what I mean? I mean, they're in a shootout with um, the Chargers. You know, they let up 38 points, then they were down by two scores with. Two, two, three minutes left against the Bears. Like, if there's a time to play the, the Lions, it's now. You know what I mean? Their defense mm-hmm. is not playing too good. Gives me a little hope for Thursday. I still, still think it's going to be a loss, but you know what I mean? Like, catching them at the right time. You know what I mean? The, the, this, you know, the NFL season, it's a roller coaster, you know, up and down, right? You saw with the Broncos. Maybe Detroit's going through it too. Maybe they're going to go down a little bit with the defense. I don't know. But and I think Thursday night will be, will be very telling, right? Because we beat the Packers. Uh, go Broncos. Sorry about the hammer. But, you know, if, if Green Bay can put up a fight with them too, right, that defense is uh, – they've shown a lack of pass rush outside of Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. Teams are kind of figuring out how to stop Jared Goff. they got a good run game, though, which is going to gash us. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that was a um, – that was an ugly Packer-Broncos game. That was um, – yeah, it was tough. How about that Man. fourth that fourth and goal tip touch on the Jen Reed? The tip touchdown, that, that was, was pretty unbelievable. That was pretty crazy. So the other touchdown. The Romeo Dubs touchdown, I thought it was a pick. But I guess I, I guess I guess Ty goes to the offense, right? Yeah. Right. But the way that the referee, the head ref was talking about it is he had possession and two feet down before the other guy. So yeah. it's kind of one yeah, of those icky ones. And I mean, as us three defensive guys, we want yeah. that as a pick. So pick. Yeah. yeah. Not me. But yeah, but yeah. I yeah. don't know. But you know, if you're going back, we're going way back, 2013. Green Bay, Seattle, the Hail Mary. Yep. It looked like a pick, but I don't know. The offense guy had his hands on it. I don't know. They well, gave that, it to the offense. So I, I think 
I think Ty goes always goes with offense, but it usually you know. does. But like that that Packers fail Mary was like a completely different like. Well, that was it's a different yeah. beast. I don't yeah. even know. All those situations are so icky when you get into it too, right? And each ref sees it differently, so it's hard to call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I, one thing I will say about the Broncos, really quick, with that schedule remaining, is I think the, the NFL this year in general, like it's kind of exposed the teams with bad coaches and the teams with good coaches. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that's really benefiting the the Broncos right now. Sean Payton's kind of stepping up, turning the team around. You can kind of see the coaching actually take, take control of the games late, late in the games, like four, what is it? All the games are pretty close with the Broncos, right? Like they're all like last yeah, second. Close games. Yeah. Except for KC. Yeah. Except, yeah. Except for Kansas City. But it, you see that coaching matters. Like the Saints are five and five with a, arguably I'd say like a more talented offense, like, weapons wise and everything like that a quarterback probably isn't better like that i'll just be honest but like coaching wise like you have four t- and, and good wins at that against two good teams so coaching is very important i think sean payton's really working out for you guys over there yeah i mean you've seen him step in right that the defense i'm sure wasn't just vance joseph i think that you know sean probably had his hands in that a little bit i think personnel changing getting mcmillan in there getting you know fabian moreau and some other personnel changes on the defense definitely helped I think, you know, Sean had his hands in that, probably hands in the special teams because we've had some blunders on, you know, I mean, that Buffalo game was insane. We probably should have won by a lot more, but, you know, the two botched uh, extra point attempts. So, yeah, you know, he's got his hands in everything as he should, right? He's one of the better coaches of all time, in my opinion. So, yeah. So, last thing about the Broncos, I got to ask. So, right now, you're feeling good, 500, right? Looking at the playoffs, looking at the remaining schedule. This is a complete 180 from like where you were week six of the NFL season, right? So just kind of speak like what kind of like what changed you, you you think? Like what you know what I mean? Like what flipped the switch? Because now you're talking about playoffs when a month ago, two months ago, you're talking about who we're gonna get in the draft, you know what I mean? This and that, you know. So what was the yeah, big change? The big change is that defense, like I said. I think McMillan going in the slot. He's been an animal, whether it's blitzing, whether it's in coverage. He's just made big plays. Um, I think Fabian Moreau on the outside, Damari Mathis was kind of a liability out there. So Moreau bringing in a veteran presence and just getting rid of guys like Randy Gregory, let some of those younger guys like Baron Browning came back from injury. A lot of these young uh, pass rushers we have with him, Cooper Benito, uh, just continue to play well and get pressure on the outside. So a lot of it's personnel changes. And I think a little bit of it is Sean Payton just having a more input uh, in what Vance is running, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's we have to continue to improve because we're missing a lot of tackles. I mean, against Minnesota, 15 missed tackles. Uh, the missed tackle percentage was like somewhere in like the 30s, 40s. So, you know, maybe Darius Leonard's a guy we pick up, play Drew Sanders. But I think continuously just you know reevaluating our personnel because that's what got us from 70 points to you know shutting down the Chiefs and not letting them score a touchdown. So, defense is the biggest thing, right? I mean, five, four, and three turnovers in three weeks. Uh, anytime you're advantageous like that, getting your offense to the ball on the other side of the field, you're going to score points. You're going to win ball games. So I think that's the biggest thing. Totally. Sure. Yeah. No. And so now that we're kind of leaping from uh, the Broncos turning it around, another team that's looking to turn it around is the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. We were planning on having our own uh, fantasy member and Steelers fan, Dave, on the podcast. And He's, you know, out right now. He's celebrating the Steelers cutting this guy uh, or firing him, I should say. So, Ty, what are your thoughts? Matt Cannon finally getting fired for the Steelers. You think the Steelers turn it around? You think the Steelers kind of offense stagnates still? Or how, what do you think happens to the Steelers? Yeah, I, I think the offense will probably get a little bit more creative. I think we got to figure out what's going on because they kind of have two guys 
calling the plays, deciding what's going on in the offense. But Kenny Pickett's just got to – I mean, Dan Orlowski said it. Prove that he can throw the ball further than five yards down the field. Rough. But, yeah. but that offense, you know, I think they'll try to get Pickens more involved. He, he was frustrated, but he's a great receiver. Um, and relying on Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, especially Jalen Warren. I mean, he should be the featured part of that offense. He's really flashed the last two weeks as RB1. So I think if they can be more creative with things um, and, you know, just rely on their run game and their defense like they have, I mean, what are they, 6-4? Six 6-4, and four, six, six um, and four, yeah. With a quarterback that's very questionable, an OC that was considered some of the worst in the league. I mean, that defense is great. If they can just get a little bit more creative and get a little bit more out of picket, but that's going to be the biggest thing, right, is can they get more out of picket? And I honestly don't think they can. So it's just making him look better than he really is. And I hope mm-hmm. that these two guys can do that, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, my thing with the coaching firing is, like, I don't know if it really helps the offense because I just don't think Pickett's that guy. I don't I don't think – but the thing is, does it help that locker room? Because that locker room's kind of – you know, it's like messy. You're hearing all these things out of there. I mean, meanwhile, they're 6-4. and four. They could have been 7-3, and three, um, but they're 6-4, and four, and you're hearing, like, you know – Pickens is a, is a, you know, he's a diva in the locker room. And then Najee's got these comments after the game saying, I don't know, looking around, I don't know if anyone really wants it in here. Like, we can't keep kind of, like, we can't keep fooling around like this. We're not going to win a lot more games. Like, you know, it's kind of crazy to hear coming from a Mike Tomlin-led team. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I, I don't really care that much about this move. Like, I know Steeler fans have been dying for it. I don't think it changed much because I just, I don't, I'm not a believer in Pickett. I don't think he's good. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think... Like they don't have a good offensive line. I don't. It's, it's not gonna work. I think they missed the playoffs by like a game or two. Yeah, I think they're gonna kind of have a downstretch here. And I think the key is like everyone kind of hyped up Kenny Pickett. Like this preseason, he played well, but it's preseason for a reason. It's not the real season. Doesn't actually matter. And he came in the season, and I think last game or this last week, he threw like less than ten passes past the sticks. It was something like that. Like they. Someone yeah. did a compilation of videos or of each play where he threw past the sticks and maybe it was like less than sh- shorter than like 30 seconds long. It, it was just ridiculous for an NFL game. So we'll see if he turns it around. A lot of those fans are saying the possibility of uh, Mason Rudolph stepping up by the end of the season. So we'll see if that happens, which if that happens, then the series are really in a, in a downspin. So uh, we'll see what happens there. I'm interested. They might almost be better off giving Trubisky another run at it too mm-hmm. there, right? I mean, he's a guy that's – he's at least made the playoffs. I know he's not the best of quarterbacks, but he's a little bit more athletic than Pickett. But, yeah, I mean, you talked about it. Pickett even – just not even past the sticks, but even just the throws that he missed, right? He's just – yeah, he's not seeing it. He's leaving the pocket. He's – bad O-line, but sometimes he'll have a clean pocket and he's just so quick to get out of there, so – and I agree, Hammer, that he's not the guy, um, and they need to look for something else this offseason. But that's what they have to deal with now. So try to make him look as good as you can with the run game of the defense and maybe consider a change. Yeah, yeah. go from there. So let's um, talk about let's – t- yeah. I just want to ask Ty. Let's talk about someone that could be the guy. Give me your thoughts on Jordan Love. Oh, my God. So – Why is oh, my God? He's got better numbers than uh, Hurts. Let's hear He's. It. He's very up and down, right? And I think the beginning of the season, we thought, you know, this could be the guy. Then middle of the season, uh, maybe he's not the guy. Now, again, he's showing that he can be. And I think it's just going to take a little bit of time, right? I mean, of course, yes, he gets to sit behind Rodgers for all this time. But he just hasn't played a lot of football, you know? And I think he has room to grow. I think he has the raw talent. And we saw that. He was a first-round pick out of Utah State with a lot of interceptions. But he had the raw arm talent. 
I think, you know, he's got the guys around him. I think it's just going to take some time. Um, he's never going to be Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, in my opinion. And I think we need to stop comparing him to that lineage. I mean, it's hard not to, but I think, you know, he's a, can be a quality starting quarterback. I think they'll pick up his fifth year option as they should and, and give him some more chances, but you know, he's, um, he's, he's got the raw talent. So I think just give him some more time. Yeah, totally. You know, it doesn't help to, you know, I mean, he's got a lot of young guys around him. So, you know, we say he hasn't played a lot of football. The guys around him have played even less, you know, the whole bunch of rookies and second year guys. So it's a process. It's a process. It's fun. It's fun when you win. You're like, holy shit, this could be the future. Then when you lose, you're like, what the hell are we doing here? You know what I mean? It looks like a complete mess. So it's it's a process. Past three weeks have been fun. But it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Well, the young guys around him are growing too, right? I think we've they seen Jaden Reed just get better and better. Romeo Dobbs had a touchdown this past week. I mean, that he just snatched out of the Dobbs. air. Dobbs is a third in the league in touchdowns for receiving. Right. And so I think if this team had a Devontae Adams, we're talking about a whole different yeah. thing, right? I mean, Jordan gets to go to him left and right. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, he gets to grow. And he hasn't had Aaron Jones like for he has, a, a he has, big part of the season. Yeah, he, has, he hasn't had a running game. And right. the offensive and line has not been good, so – Right, and that's a big thing we talked about. Jordan Love can rely on the running game, and he hasn't had, you know, A.J. Dillon's been in, and Aaron Jones has been hurt. So, you yeah. know, kind of fallen on his shoulders a lot and hasn't let him grow as much. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I think, uh, so that gives us a good segue. You brought him up a little bit earlier, um, Ty, the guy that you said think you the Broncos could bring in. We said in the intro there was a key drop in the NFL today, and that was Darius Le- or Darius Williams. Um, Leonard, Darius Leonard. I, I don't know why I switched to Le- Williams there, but anyways, Darius uh, Leonard, formerly Shaq Leonard, getting dropped by the Colts, and uh, uh, he's a he's a good linebacker. He's a solid. He's a former All Pro, I believe. And a lot of teams were, or a lot of fans are kind of like, what what the hell is going on? Why the Colts drop him? He he just wasn't getting featured there. He was like he wasn't an all down linebacker. He wasn't on the pl- or wasn't on the field every play. So they kind of just weren't willing to just pay him that money just to have him there for no reason. So. It made sense for the Colts, but as a Broncos fan, you think you'd fit in. What do you think you guys do with him if you get him on your team? Yeah, I think he'd definitely fit in. I mean, he's, what, 29 years old, former All-Pro. Mm-hmm. I think he slots in right where Singleton is. Singleton's been the, one of those guys that I talked about missing a lot of those tackles. Um, I think him and Josie Jewell would be really good right alongside each other. But, I mean, there's a couple other teams, right, that could go after him. I think, uh, you know, San Fran's one of those teams that's just looking to stack talent. Philly, another team looking to stack talent, and they kind of lost a couple linebackers in the offseason. So I think, you know, there's going to be some stiff competition uh, to get him. And, you know, he's going to be a hot commodity. He'll kind of probably get through the waivers. No one will probably put in a waiver claim for him because he has that big contract. But a lot of guys, you know, once he clears waivers, will be going after him. So it's for him, it's just, you know, where does he decide that is the best fit for him? Denver might not be that just because we have a couple guys there already. Um, and, you know, we're fighting for a playoff spot, but maybe Sean Payton can convince him to come. I'd, I'd love to have him, so um, we'll see. But, you know, I think one of the teams that I was definitely thinking was San Fran because they lost Aziz Alshayer in the offseason, fit him in alongside Greenlaw and Warner. Um, so we'll see. But I think there's he's going to be a hot commodity. Hammer, what are your thoughts? Yeah, he's definitely going to go to a contender. I just really don't understand the releasing, really. I mean, just like total surprise, weird. I guess he's been, you know, I don't watch a lot of Colts games, but I guess he's been getting benched, hasn't been getting a lot of playing time, wasn't too happy about that. And they just kind of let him go. I don't think he even asked to get released. So just just weird to happen to a guy who had like a really good 
Um, first couple of years, still young. He's 28 years old. You know what I mean? Just, just weird. And it's going to be, a, you know, a steal for, you know, a top contender who's going to come scoop him up. Yeah. I think he'll have his, I think, I don't think he's going to get claimed like Ty said, because of his, his contract no. right now, which is way too high for a team to kind of just pick up and waivers. But I do think it'll be interesting because I think a lot of teams will just be kind of offering him a one-year contract. Um, the teams that are in, going into the playoffs, or whatever, get him a one-year contract, finish the year, and then maybe re-sign him based on play or whatever after the season. But it'll be interesting to see. I think I like the 49ers pick. Um, Eagles, too. I was thinking kind of Ravens almost, but I don't know uh, if they have the if they'd have the ability to sign him. Like that would be that like would that. be a crazy linebacker core. Roquan yeah. Smith. Patrick Queen and him, that would be because cool. you think about it. But you even even San Fran, that would be unbelievable too. I don't know. We'll see where he ends up. And to your point, Hammer too, I think the the reason for the release is he was unhappy with his playing time, like you said. And you know, Indy's kind of in this weird zone of are they competing? Are they not? You know, they're probably mm-hmm. going to be a team that misses I the mean, playoffs. Yeah, they're they are, so. they're like, but the, right now, what Indy's the ninth seed? They're above you guys. You know, they're five and five. Just weird. They're playing well. Yeah. They're play, they're playing they, well. They have a, they have like a good physical you know. team. You know, like yeah. they're tough, tough yeah. team. Yeah. So I mean, other than that, there's, there wasn't really much news across the NFL this week. I mean, other than you know the Bills finally uh, bounced back against the Jets, a couple things like that. Not not any major news, but we'll take a quick break and then get into our Thanksgiving Day picks right after this. Hopping into the Thanksgiving games. First one we got at twelve thirty. The Green Bay Packers head to Detroit to take on the Lions. Whew, I just hope they keep, keep it competitive for three quarters. Um, Green Bay is really, really injured. Injury report. It's like half the team on it. Aaron Jones is going to be a no-go. Probably Devontae Campbell. Um, Jair is going to be questionable. Receivers are questionable. Luke Musgrave is going to be out for some time. It's it's not looking too pretty. But with this big winning against Chargers, the kind of puts us in a weird spot with, with, with playoffs. We still have a chance to make it. Um, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think Grima is going to pick up the win on Thanksgiving. Sadly. So I'm going to go to Detroit. Damn. Three straight weeks. You're picking against the Lions. Just, Tyler, I'll let you, I'll let you go first and then I'll go. Yeah. I mean, hammer, you talked about it, right? A lot of injuries, but division game, we saw Chicago, you know, make a Never game know. short week. They made it a little, yeah, they made it a little funky last week. Chicago did it against Detroit. Um, but Detroit's offense, too much firepower there. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to Detroit too here, obviously. Uh, sorry, Hammer, but I, I don't believe in Jordan Love quite yet to beat the, the Lions in a big game like this on a short week at that. And I think the uh, the Lions have the run game figured out pretty well. I think Jameer Gibbs and uh, Montgomery go off on you guys an, another time. So I'm going to the Lions. All right, take it easy there, Derek Carr. All right, hey, I didn't say anything about Saints. All right, so unnecessary. All right, wise guy, take it in. All right, next <laughs> game we got Commanders going to to going to Dallas, take on the Cowboys at four thirty. I'm gonna go Dallas. Uh, I don't. I mean, so they lost to the Giants. I mean, the, yeah, I don't know what to say. The Commanders they just lost to the Giants. Giants are a really really bad football team. Um, Devito baby, Devito lit them up. Jersey guy. Went to school 20 minutes away from my house. Um, yeah, you know, I think all these games, I think everyone's going to be picking the same team. Not really super competitive games, but we'll see. I got Dallas. I disagree. I think a lot of these games could be competitive just because they're, you know, in the division. division. 
And at Washington, it just depends what team shows up, right? They didn't show up last week against the Giants. And then they had two crazy competitive games against Philly. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. But, I mean, this is one of those games, right, where if Howell shows up, Dak throws a couple picks, you know, it could go the other way. But, yeah, I'm going to take Dallas here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree. I'm going to go with Cowboys as well. I hope Howell bounces back. He's my starting quarterback in one of my leagues. So hopefully for my fantasy sake, he finally has a good game again and uh, is back to throwing 300, for 300 yards a game. So Cowboys I, as well. I, I mean, I think the Commanders-Cowboys game could be the closest, I think. I think Detroit and San Franco are going to run away with their games, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, that's heading into the Thursday night game, 8.30. San Fran's taking on Seattle. In Seattle, tough place to play, but – San Fran's playing at a different level. Yeah, they bounce back from that three-game losing streak. Their roster is unbelievable. Pro Bowls, all pros, top to bottom. Um, They're playing really good football right now. Tough team to beat, really, really physical. Not a team that you want to see on a short week, Thursday night, when you're already banged up. Uh, I'm going to go San Fran. Yeah, I'm going to go San Fran here too. Purdy's rolling, Debo's back healthy. If we just look at Seattle, I mean, Gino and, and those boys are kind of on the downfall. Enough of the Gino over Russ slander. Uh, Russ is finally back. So, but yeah, I'm going to take San Fran. Purdy's too good right now. Yeah. And to add to that too, I don't think Gino and, um, I don't think Gino and Walker are going to be playing this game. So that just adds to it. Yeah, Charbonnet. kind of for sure. Uh, Charbonnet, Charbonnet good. Yeah. I mean, he's good fill in, but. It's still San Fran. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to agree with both of you guys. I'm going to go 49ers as well and add on to my little Seahawks or frauds bit. I've been saying it for like, I don't know, like four or five weeks now. Hammers had to listen to it. Ty, I'll let you hear it. But the Seahawks aren't good. Like their defense is all right. But Geno Smith isn't a good quarterback. Like he had his, he had his year last year. We was solid. But like, let's be real. You watch them every week. They're relying on their field goal kicker to win them games. So. I'm sorry, but no, they're not. They're, I don't think they're doing anything. I don't, they might even miss the playoffs at this rate. I don't know who else they play, but uh, it's going to be a tough year for the, for the Seahawks fans. Yeah. I mean, if I'm Seattle just, makes it, it's because there's a weak, weak NFC. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to add to that, too, I just want to talk about Green Bay playoff. I know you think I'm crazy. It is what it is. Green Bay's playing not bad football these past three weeks. Um, they got two tough games coming up, but by winning – against the Chargers and put them in a weird spot. They're four and six. They could lose, you know, lose the lines next week. They get the chiefs at home. They could lose that. They could be four and eight last five games. though: giants, Buccaneers, Panthers, Vikings, bears. Those are five very winnable games. I think the toughest there is going to be Minnesota, but like, Hey, those are, those are winnable games. And if Green Bay wins those five, I think it puts them at a 93% chance to make the playoffs. Um, and one of the teams in front of them is Seattle. Seattle has San Fran this week. Then I believe they have Philly and then they have San Fran again. And then they have Dallas. So, you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. That's what I'm saying. They could be, they could drop four games just like that. You know what I mean? And Green Bay could be two and two the next four weeks. So you never know. NFL's weird. Jordan Love seventh seed taking on Philly. You never know. Could happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, I was talking happen. to it yesterday. Yeah, I think it's possible. Um, before we get into the Black Friday game, quick question. Oh, you... I just, I just looked it up. So Gino's gonna be playing. Um, Thursday night. It doesn't even affect it, sa- it said he was. I know it doesn't affect, but he's got an elbow in- injury. That's not, yeah. you know, that's not good if you're a quarterback throwing the ball. So he's going to be banged up playing against San Fran. That's not a good sign. They might as well just play Drew Locke, and then Walker's going to be out. Yeah, 49ers blowout. 
I think they are almost better off playing Gino with that elbow injury. Drew looked bad so? last week. I mean, Drew is uh, not. I'm from the Broncos fan. Oh, yeah, but even Edwards. Just, just look at the times he's been in, right? He has not played well. Gino no, played well in that end of the game with the elbow injury. So, hey, you got to win these big division games. Sometimes you got to play a little banged up. Yeah, true. I like that. I like that. So before we get into the Black Friday game, quick question. What are your favorite Thanksgiving Day foods? Go. Uh, I don't know. Ty, you go. I think. I think I'm gonna have to go with um, a, a sleeper, uh, not a staple in all houses, but uh, mac and cheese. Big mac and cheese guy. Not in everyone's house, but that homemade mac and cheese slaps every time. I'm, I feel like mac, mac and cheese is one that like everyone would pick. No. Interesting. I don't know. That just. That's I feel like I it's rare. Think. On you Thanksgiving, really? on Thanksgiving, I think it's rare. Yeah, I'll yeah, say that. I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a household that we have like mac and cheese, so I don't know. I feel like everyone picked that, but uh, I don't know. Emmer, you go then. Probably, probably What's your dessert, favorite then, dude. I don't know. Probably dessert. Probably pie. I like coconut pie. custard pie. Yeah. I thought this guy was about to say like the turkey or something. Turkey, <laughs> white, the white meat, dude, the white no. meat. I like the white meat. I like the white dry meat. I like bringing it down. That's insane. Here's a hot take. I, I don't think turkey's like. Anything crazy. I'm not a big fan of turkey, especially on leftovers. Like it's just not You're not, not a my... big fa- you're not a big fan of a lot of food. Yeah, if Hammer knows I don't I don't eat mashed potatoes. I don't eat uh That's crazy. Really, How do you go to Thanksgiving, bro? Do you just eat the cranberry uh, sauce? That favorite Thanksgiving Day food, cranberry sauce. Yeah, I figured it was that or the yams. Yams. Oh no, I can't eat yams. Not a yams Ugh. guy. But yeah. cranberry sauce, that's my that's my Grayson's cranberry not- sauce. Mac and cheese and a little bit of turkey. That's Grayson's, hey. Grayson's very picky. That's why he's 160 pounds. He's very picky. <laughs> yeah. Very picky guy. If you guys haven't seen it yet, go look at Micah Parsons' top five Thanksgiving foods. They are insane. I will. What is it? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, off the top of my head, no. But it was like, it, it was something crazy. I just saw it on Instagram. Don't got my phone on me. But All right, here. I'll switch it to the Fri- Black Friday game real quick, and we'll once someone finds it, we'll uh, we'll bring it up again. But getting right into the F- Black Friday game, oof, you got uh, Tua taking on Tim Doyle in the Jets. And uh, I think everyone could say it real quick, and it'll be the Dolphins here winning this game. I think hit single pretty easily. Yeah, uh, I hope they put up 70 on the Jets. Um, so wow. Wow, 70. <laughs> Yeah, seventy's crazy. I mean, Hammer Hammer's been saying though that the Jets' defense is a little overrated. He's been saying. I think that, so. Though. I think so. Hey, Sauce, we saw it last week. Khalil Shakir, ADR touchdown on him, and he's trying not to take blame for it. There's got to be a little bit of uh, tension in that locker room when your star corner saying it's not on him if they're ADR touchdowns. He's always been. He's been making excuses his whole career. Uh, yeah, he's always yapping. Yeah, this is gonna be an ugly game. I mean, Tim Boyle's at QB. I don't know. Hey, here's my hot take on the Jets. Ride Trevor Simeon until Aaron Rodgers is back. Trevor Simeon went 9-7 with a no-fly zone Broncos after the Super Bowl. Set him in there. He's a game manager. Tim Boyle, we saw how bad he was last week. So, Yeah, I just, like, I think we could all agree upon this. I think, like, you know, I don't think anyone here likes the Jets, but, like, I would like the Jets to kind of, like, find a way to win a couple games to make it, you know, make it a little interesting, make it so Rodgers does come back. Because I feel like if they drop another two, three games, like, he's I don't think gonna he's going to shut it down. He's not going to come back. But if they're within a game, you know, if, if they're within two games of the playoffs, he's going to come back for those final three weeks. 
it's going to be really exciting to watch. You know what I mean? See how he comes back from that injury, how he plays. Knowing Me knowing him, watching him for all these years, he's going to come back and win, win his three games and put his team in a spot to uh, make the playoffs. Man, I hope. I hope because uh, as, as a Garrett Wilson fantasy owner, I've been hurt pretty bad with him me, out. So Me, me too. I just like back. to see if he comes back too. Like a lot of guys are gonna try to, you know, follow the the regimen that he did to come back. So maybe we'll see a lot of guys coming back from Achilles injuries a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kirk, so Kirk Cousins, right? Achilles injury. I just saw that he did something at rehab, a big setback that he's gonna miss the next season, twenty the twenty four twenty five NFL season. Where the hell did you see that? So that, I feel like Twitter. that would have been national news, dude. Dude, this might be like Packers propaganda. It might be. <laughs> That's got to be something. <laughs> dude, I, I don't think that happened. I don't have my hammer. Find yeah. the source. I mean, right, football, injury, pro but... football uh, network. What happened to Kirk Cousins? Vikings QB out for a year with Achilles injury. Um, yeah, dude. Just the, could dude, be a Kyler situation. Come back mid-year. Mid-year? Yeah. Yeah, something I, like Kyler, maybe. Yeah, dude, I, I'm. I don't know about that hammer. I don't know about that one. Sorry. Nah, but it's good. It, it there was a setback though. I know that, which is t- which is really tough for him because this is a contract year. Dude, it's been like a week since he was injured. What would the setback be? It's been like three weeks, two weeks. I think he's gone out of Minnesota, anyways. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, I think with Dob Dobbs, does he take this opening or starting spot, or do you think they go uh, go somewhere else? What do you think they do? If they make the playoffs, yeah, I think it's his job to lose. They don't have to pay him as much as Kirk. Maybe, you know, depending on what L.A. does with Stafford, Kirk goes out there, reunites with McVay. It'll be interesting. I like that take. I think the passion is here to stay. So I don't think he's great. Like, I don't think he's like anything insane, but I think he's like a he's finally shown that he can start with with weapons available and he's he's hitting the receivers when he needs to. So I, I like that take. Dobbs stand. Yeah, we'll see. Hammy, we have the we have the Micah Parsons top five uh, sides. You got it. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. So number one, mac and cheese with yams. Uh, number two, collards with hot sauce. Number three, cream corn. Four, yam juice with turkey. And five, just stuffing with gravy. A lot of yam in there. Okay. A lot of yams. Collards with hot sauce. Hot sauce. I'm not a big hot sauce guy. Yeah, definitely some interesting picks there. Cream okay, corn. I don't know if I'd. Is it could also be like we're three white dudes. Maybe we just don't know what's going on. I'm gonna be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I uh, just to say like maybe we're just missing out on something. Hey, it's possible. Possible. This is so very. We gotta very try. It. Don't knock yeah. before you try it, man. Yeah, I guess. Hammer, you got anything else for Ty? You got anything for him? Anything else for Ty? Um. Nothing. I just I don't know if we play you in fantasy in the next three weeks, but if we do, we're gonna whip you butt. No, no. Now we got uh we got Ned, Tom, and uh, Alex Gardner's team. So two of the two of the bottom feeders. So yeah, nice. pigs are hoping to to finish out seven and seven. If we, even if we don't make the playoffs, you know five hundred, we'll take it. Just don't uh, don't want to take that SAT. Do not want to take that. Don't SAT. take that SAT. Yeah, yeah I think me me and Grayson we put ourselves in a spot, made some good moves, good trades. We just won two straight. So I think we we're sitting shot. pretty. We don't have to take it. Not a shot to win it or make the playoffs. I don't. I don't know. I think we're kind of out of it, but I don't think we're gonna be the losers. We're battling. Of, we're yeah, battling. You guys are battling a lot of 500 teams. I think we'll see. A couple weeks left. So 
It's true. So. All right, Ty, hopefully we'll see you in the playoffs. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, Hammer, hit us with the outro. Off the top of your head. Don't reach out for the script. Just do it. Just do it. Thanks. All right, yeah, good luck to the Broncos the rest of the way. Um, But, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Jenks Hammer Podcast. Um, Make sure uh, you can watch us on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you watch on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, have a good Thanksgiving. All right, Ty, we'll have you on another time. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to the Jenks and the Hammer podcast. Remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at Jenks Hammer Pod for more content. Until next time, who that? And go pack go. Sports Social Podcast Network.